Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Hey Alexa. Today I have Susie Evans and Clayton Eckerd. You probably have seen them from Bachelor 26. And uh, Susie actually has her own video, uh, wedding videography company called Susie Evans Media. And today we're just going to talk all about them, their life stories, and just how mental health is such an important conversation. So I'm excited to hear what they have to say. Hey guys, how are you? Good. Doing great. How are you doing? Good. Thanks so much for coming on. Um, I was excited. I'm excited to talk to you guys. Obviously, I saw you on my TV screen, but I want to hear about the people that you are, not what we see. Love that. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I think it's uh, it's great. A lot of people always kind of wonder. You hear from time to time, we don't know who this person is, and it's not often that we get to um, convey that out to people. So uh, this is a really cool platform to be able to do that. Thank you. Yeah, no, I think everyone has a story, no matter what the story is, we all have a journey. And that's kind of where I want this podcast to go. That's how I like each of my episodes, I interview people. And it's just fun to get someone's story that you wouldn't even know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, ask away. There's there's plenty to, uh, to dive into. I don't know how far back you want to go with either <laughs> of us, but we both have our own journeys that have gotten to where we're at today. So Perfect. there's a lot. So how about with Clayton, we'll start. Um, you used to play football and yeah. you play, I know I've heard you saying it in different areas, but like, it was a very big part of your life, obviously. And, but what was it like, like playing football um, in high school and then in college? And like, obviously it, it was hard probably. And there was like a lot of mental health towards it. So what was your, what was it like? Yeah, I, I really say, I think football shaped me into the man that I am today, at least part, partly uh, because you know, I, I go back to my you know high school days of football. I was freshman year. I was a fourth string quarterback and a fourth string cornerback. Basically, I <laughs> was way down on the depth chart, was not playing at all. I was actually one of the slowest kids on the team because I had growing pains. And so I, sorry for all the jets over. So I'm getting no, started, okay. all, no. all these jets flying overhead all the time. Uh, Hopefully that's not a bad thing. <laughs> she keeps saying she goes, they're flying more so than they ever have. Yeah. Um, so uh yeah, so I was not good. I was a, I was not not a good athlete. I was one of the slowest kids on the team because I had growing pains. Yeah. Uh and you know, I just I wanted though in the at the moment, I just a lot of my friends were on the football team, so I wanted to be around them. Uh and, you know, as I as I progressed, I had a brother who was two years or have a brother uh, who's two years <laughs> younger than me. And my junior year, I was still on junior varsity and he was starting varsity as a freshman. So he was on varsity before I was. And it was a big yeah. hit to my ego, big hit to my confidence. Uh, it really kind of rattled me. And I realized that I wasn't happy with where I was at in life. Like my friends made fun of me because my younger brother was a better athlete. Uh, and that, you know, I was, I was a scrub and, 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 you know, they were joking with me, but it took really, it really kind yeah. It hurt. Yeah. Like I, took I understand. It yeah. Because it's like, you want to be the big brother that your little brothers look up to, but yet here's my youngest brother that's playing above me on varsity. Uh, and so that was a big turning point. In my junior year of high school, I, I really realized that if you want, if I want something, I need to fight for it. And I can't just expect it to be given to me mm-hmm. because I was tall at that point. I just wasn't big. So my senior year, I, I, I really locked it in. I had a coach that was in my corner, thankfully, that just believed in me and was like, hey, I'm going to give you a chance. I think I see, see, I see that you – I think you're special. I think you could do something. 
thankfully, because I had his support, it really pushed me into having a really good senior year uh, in high school. And then I just realized that I accomplished a lot that year and I didn't want it to be over. I realized that football was something that I could potentially continue on with. And so I had no scholarship offers anywhere, no D2 programs, no D3, nothing. Yeah. Uh, and so I decided to walk on at Mizzou, a D1 program, and nobody believed in me. Uh, one of my actually went to talk to one of my coaches about it. And I said, hey, I, I'd like to walk on at Mizzou. He said, okay, come meet me after school and I'll get to put you in contact. And I went to go to his office and I saw him driving away uh, that day. And so it sucked, you know, to realize nobody really believed that I could actually do it. Uh, my parents were shocked that I wanted to, but they said they supported me, but they didn't believe it. And long story short, yeah, I ended up being going from a walk on to Mizzou to getting a scholarship to starting to make it into the NFL briefly. And football just really showed me that if I, you know, take things into my own hands, don't yeah. feel for myself and just fight for what I want that, you know, uh, one of my favorite phrases that I always stuck by was hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And that was something that so I, true. yeah, that's something that I utilized and I just kept pushing it every day to be a little bit better than I was the day before. And it got me very far. That's amazing. Um, so one thing I am a very big on, especially the last couple of years is you have to advocate for yourself you, no one else is going to do it for you. Even if you have the best support system, if you don't have a support system, you can make things happen. And you, that's, you literally just showcase that, Yeah. that you did what you had to do. Yeah. I think for me, what I realized, and this ties in with mental health, but it's, it's, it's in a way it's, you are what you believe. So mm -hmm. if, if you believe yourself to be someone who can't do something, you're not going to be able to do it. It's that negative self-talk that will just flood your mind and you can't, you're not going to be able to succeed if that's all you're thinking about is I'm going to fail if I do this. And you, you'll probably, most people probably won't take those chances because they have this negative right. mind. And so football, they stressed in college, positive self-talk. And I thought it was so corny at first. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I got to tell myself in my head, you know, you're, you're great. You're, you can do this. You're, you're good enough. And it's like, really like, what, what are we in? What, what grade are we in? But I realized that it was actually something that once you mastered, was incredible because every time I have a negative thought, I replace it with an instant positive thought. Yes. And it keeps you from going down this dark path of negativity, which can put you, drive you down into a hole that most people don't take themselves out of. So that was huge for me. And when I grabbed, grasped that actually took until my senior year of college, I became such a better athlete because I was like, I deserve to be here. I'm definitely good enough. Um, and I just played better. I was on, on the field. I was more confident, made better decisions on the field, trusted my instincts and was a better athlete because of it, just because of the mentality alone. Yeah. I definitely have seen that too. Like in general, like there's days like in business, like I think I'm not doing well or I feel overwhelmed and like things aren't happening. But then when I take a step back and realize everything I've actually done and I start realizing, like, okay, this can happen. And then things start, like I make sales and I make all this stuff because I'm thinking positive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you don't realize it until you actually do it yeah. like yourself until it's happening for you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think, again, it's like, I've carried a lot of what I've learned in football over into um, everything, all my other ventures in life. And this yeah. is something that uh, actually like that what's so great and why I think that we have such a phenomenal dynamic with, as a couple is, is a lot of what I do now, like 
I've, I've, I've been able to pick up little things from her that has allowed me when I've had these moments still where I've doubted myself. Uh, one thing in particular that I can think of was I've created a fitness website, a bunch of free material. I'm hoping to uh, put it out there here soon, but there was, I remember we, the first conversation we had, I said, I tried, you know, it was on Wix, the website. And I said, mm-hmm. I tried it one day. I said, and it was just like overwhelming. I didn't even know where to start. And I just kind of gave up after 30 minutes. And she's like, oh, really? She's like, you know, I used Wix. She was, I thought it was really easy. And she didn't mean it that way. No. <laughs> but because she said that, and she's like, yeah, I made a website. It was like, it was pretty simple to do. Like, it's very user-friendly. And I just remember hearing those words that, uh, that like, hey, this is easy to do. It's possible. I've done it. Just having that example. Yeah. Uh, I, went, I went back in and I was like, you know what? Let me just, instead of trying to do 10 things at once, let me just day one, try to put a title up. The next day, put up a video and just do little things. Instead of trying to like look at 10 things, just do one thing a day. And, you know, it took me two months, but now like the website I'm very proud of it. It's all because of like her mentality where she was just like, oh, I did that. And it was yeah easy and it's user friendly. You should give it a second chance. So we feed off each other. Uh, That's amazing. She has her own story as well, obviously. with Because yeah. um, it takes a lot. For her to have to walk on the show as well and to be positive and, and carry herself all throughout the journey. When a lot of people say, like, this is what we think of reality TV to be and this is what could happen. But, you know, I mean, obviously she's got her own story that she grew up. Yeah. With. I was actually just going to transfer over to Susie because we we're talking about business and everything. And mm-hmm. so I wanted to hear like about what you were like growing up and how have you always wanted to do videography? Like, how did that all come to play? Yeah. Um, growing up, I was always a really creative kid, I think. So I liked to do things that were like outside of the norm. And um, just being from a small town, I think there wasn't like a ton of opportunity to do that. So I always like I always joke that I was just kind of like very weird <laughs> like, <laughs> growing up from in a small town, I was just like such a goober. And I like that about myself, but well, I didn't always like that about myself. I struggled with that for a long time. because I was like, I wish I could just be cool. Like I remember having that mentality. It's like, I just wish I could be like, just, just this way, but I, I'm just not like, I'm weird. Clayton, I'll tell you, I'm weird. <laughs> I'm like such a, just a goofy person in general. And I will do just about anything to make other people laugh or have a good time. So that's better though. I think so too. And like, I, <laughs> I struggled with it for a long time growing up. Like I always just wanted to, I hate to say be cool. Cause I didn't really care about like being popular or cool, but I was just like, why am I so weird? Like, why am I like this? But then after a certain point, I just really started to embrace who I am. And um, yeah, I think that I, I started to like myself more. And now Clay, <laughs> Clayton knows this. I always am like, like I am really confident in who I am to the point where like, I'll, I literally just feel like I am who I am. And yeah, I can, I mean, I do believe I always want to grow and change and develop Mm -hmm. more, but like my personality is who I am. And like, I love myself and I'm proud of myself and all the things that I've been through make me who I am. And whether that's like failing or succeeding, um, or going through hardships or, or having blessings and recognizing them, like all of those things have made me who I am. And like, I am proud of who I am. So Amen. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's not always easy, but, um, yeah, I, I'm happy with where I'm at in my life. And, um, yeah, I went to college for, so in my senior year, I, I knew I loved 
filming, photography. I liked all of that stuff. And I love the ocean. When I was little, I wanted to be a thousand different things. But one of the things that stuck was a marine biologist. And I was like, I want to be a marine biologist. I want to, you know, be in the ocean and discover creatures. Like I loved all of that. But then I realized that I'm actually very scared of like the depths of the ocean. (laughs) It's actually really scary, but I still love the ocean. I still love the environment and water and all of that. Um, but I decided to study film in college and I was like, okay, maybe I'll do like underwater videography. That could be a really cool job. I could work for like discovery channel or something like that. Um, but I ended up going through four years and I did, I did some like documentary style pieces Mm -hmm. and, um, I, I just loved interviewing people. I loved, um, I loved playing with the lenses and just seeing, you know, what, a camera could do and how beautiful you could make a scene and what lighting could do. I really fell in love with all of it. Um, so right outside of college, I became a waitress as you do when you're a film major. (laughs) (laughs) That's usually where that leads you. Um, especially when you're from Virginia. So I was a waitress and then I was a production assistant and, um, I was just doing random things and I, and growing up kind of creative, I did theater and stuff like that, but I was, a terrible stage fright and I tried in college to do I took ballet and I took acting one and I told I lost all my words on stage and I couldn't even remember my monologue and my acting one class and I was like this is not for me I can't do this <laughs> I dropped out of all my classes eventually and um I just was putting too much pressure on it so after college I was doing all these things I went to New York City and I was like I'm just gonna like put myself out there, see what I can do. I was a production assistant. I had experience doing a few commercials, um, working behind the scenes. And the first thing that I, I did though, was go to a Disney audition in New York city for Japan, but I didn't go because I wanted to perform, wanted to go to Japan. And <laughs> I walked in and I was like, okay, I'm probably going to get cut. I'll meet. I was texting my friends. I'll meet up with you guys for lunch. And then I made it for the, through the first few hours. And then I was like, Hey, I don't think I can make it to lunch. Like I keep making it through the rounds. And then um, I ended up yeah, getting all the way through to the very end. There were seven people left after like thousands of people. So oh I was God. like, oh my gosh, I might be moving to Japan, <laughs> um, which I did. I moved out there and it was, I always so think- you got the like, part? I did. Yeah. I, I, I moved to Japan and worked at Tokyo Disneyland. So yeah. Oh my God. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It was like the best thing I could have done. I was 22 and, or 21. I was 22 when I moved out there. So I was there with creative performers who were fearless and I learned so much, not only as a performer, like working at Disney, but as a person and then having all these like creative people in my world, I feel like, I mean, I had my camera that I bought in college. I had my camera with me. I would take my friends to parks. We would film dance videos. We would go to the seawall. We would film like creative projects. Like we just, I just was around creative people. And I was like, it was such a moment of growth for like two and a half years that I was out there that I just was able to do what I wanted and, and yeah, like become a more creative person. Um, I came back to the States and then got a job in marketing, was working (laughs) it was a travel position. So I was like, okay, it's kind of exciting. It's fun but I was not fulfilled and it wasn't, it was not creative at all. Yeah. And um, in May of last year, I was like just really unhappy with my lifestyle and I let my, I gave my company plenty of notice, but I said, I'm going to like venture out and do this. I got a business license. I've been doing a few wedding videos Mm -hmm. for 
either really cheap or free. And I was like, okay, I'm going to start actually charging for this. And so through the the summer, I waitressed and personal trained and I did wedding videos. I did photos. I did whatever work I could get just to make ends meet basically. Um, and it was like the best, yeah, I would say like the best year of my life. I, I told Clayton on the show, I was like, I, I, at some point I told him, I was like, I'm, I have the best friends I have the best family. Like I am, I love my life. It's not perfect. And like, I have struggled a lot this past year to make things happen for myself, but I'm the happiest I've been in two years. And yeah, I don't have any regrets doing that, but, um, it's been a fun challenge to try to just finally be back in something that I love and doing something creative and I do feel fulfilled. So that's good. That's amazing. And you guys are both like strong people. Like you can tell just from talking to you guys. And I think being with another strong person can help build you up even stronger. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But I think you have to be strong on your own first, <laughs> which right. you both were. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's so true. I, I, I think again, when you look at mental health and and you look at what are the things that you can do to put yourself in the best position to succeed long-term, because I think everybody has those bouts of, you know, whether it's bouts of depression or anxiety, yeah. whatever it might be that we all can fall, find ourselves in. It's a matter of, you know, how can you get yourself back out of it? And again, speaking on my own experiences, it's, it's a, really about changing the narrative. Uh, yeah. Because you can always find light uh, in any scenario, I believe. I think there's always mm-hmm. pos- some positive, even through failure. I mean, all of my failures that I've went through in life, uh, I've turned it around and it's, it's never a, a failure. It's a lesson learned. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, as long as I continue to just to learn from these experiences and not make the same mistake twice, then I'm becoming better each and every day. But another part of that as well is to change the narrative. Sometimes you don't have the perspective to change the narrative yourself. And so that's why I think it's integral to uh, bringing in people that you have that are in your corner uh, that might have a different perspective uh, that should. I think it's great to have in your corner people that have different perspectives. That's what I love about uh, my relationships that I have in my life. I have friends that, you know, religious, non-religious far left, far right on the political spectrum. And it's like my group of friends is just all encompassing as far as from different walks of life. And what it does is it opens up, you know, opens my eyes to different, um, you know, different beliefs, different uh, examples of how they've approached life. And because of that, sometimes when I get lost and need help, that's where I turn to somebody. And what's great about us is what now that we're you know, together here under the same roof, it's like, we're able to share our perspectives. And if I can't see something one day, I can tell her and she says, well, Hey, like, you know, what if you did this? And it's like something, just a simple suggestion that I couldn't come up with on my own because I see things a little differently. That's what's important about having that solid support system around you that, that carries a different perspective. I I couldn't agree more because you can't do everything on your own. Like that's why they say everything like in life takes a village. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There was this, um, I like adopted it as my catchphrase, but I told everybody, but <laughs> when I competed at Miss Virginia twice and, um, the first time I did it, I was, and I, I really struggle with this doing jet is so loud. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but one of the things I struggle with is like, I feel the need to do everything myself because I don't want anybody to have to worry about me. 
I won't ask for help. I don't like to ask for help. Like that is like probably my biggest fault in general, because I just, yeah, I feel like I've always just tried. I've, I've always been really independent on my, on my own, but like, then I have this stubborn side. That's like, I yeah. don't ask for help. And so when I did miss Virginia, my first year, I just, yeah, I, I was so adamant on like doing everything on my own and I didn't have coaches or trainers or anything. And, oh. um, and I was, I got second runner up my first year and I was like, I think I'm done. Like, I don't want to do this. And then I kind of was recruited into like a, like a coaching team essentially. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like I've always just been a DIY kind of girl. <laughs> I can do everything on my own. And I think I was like closing that chapter um, but like going onto that team and having not only my coach, but then all of these women that were like a part of that community that uplift each other. A lot of them are entrepreneurs or people that are like, you know, paving their own way in this life. Like just being open up to all these people who want to help you, mm-hmm. um, and like having that community. And then of course my family and friends, like just really, I, I mean, I, I was so supported by them. And I said at Miss Virginia that year, my interview, they were like, what's like the greatest lesson that this is all taught you. And I was like, you, if you want to go fast, you go alone, but if you want to go far, you go together. And that was like my, I love that with me of everything. Yeah. It's like, you can't do everything on your own. I have to remind myself that because I am stubborn and I will try to do everything on my own, but yeah. If you think, you know, long-term and, you know, growing and getting better and going further, it's like, that's when you have to have that community and people around you. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I have an extremely um, great support system. Like my parents, I'm very close with, um, I don't have any siblings, so I'm an only child, but I have like amazing friends that I know I can rely on. And, but I'm very similar in the sense, it's hard for me to ask for help in certain ways, especially when it comes to business. Oh yeah. Because then I also sometimes feel like when you're, you want to just do it your way and then you have to like teach somebody, but it's like, it's just, it doesn't, it ends up making it harder, but then it ends up being better in the end if you do. So it's, I'm learning (laughs) slowly, but surely. Yeah. I love it. (laughs) Well, before we wrap up, I want to just play a game with you guys. Um, it's five questions, just rapid fire about you and you guys can both answer. Um, so the first one is just your drink of choice. Ooh. Could be this anything. So, this is so boring. I was, I'm just like, I chug water now. I've been trying to be better about drinking a gallon a day. So I just oh. bought uh, a half gallon water bottle and that's my drink <laughs> of choice. I'm, I've, I'm four days in and I drank a gallon every day. So we'll see if this helps long-term. He says I am for like 21 days. Yeah, I think it's in it. Yeah, or something. Yeah. Love that. We're going to see, we're going to see how it goes. I, I want to see if I actually can notice a substantial difference. If I'm, I want to hear about this now right. after I'm yeah, going to check in. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's my boring drink of choice, but water's <laughs> great for you. I don't think we should call it boring. I think we should no. up, uplift it. That's why it's why our bodies are 60% water for a reason. Mine's exactly. 60% tequila because that's my drink of choice. Mine's wine. <laughs> yeah i've gotten into some wine the show got me into a a lot of wine red and white so yeah i'm trying it all now i'm like a a white or pink i love rosé rosé's good yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) um the next one is if you guys have like a favorite movie tv show or both okay well favorite movie is, is inception for me by far i'm a big thinker i like to i like um just the uh, sci-fi kind of genre in general. So that's just, to me, it's such a cool movie. Um, 
TV new girl. I'm literally, <laughs> I feel like I'm literally Jess. Like I've, <laughs> I've never identified more with another character and then movie Step Brothers. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, she's had me do a few TikToks with Step Brother voiceovers. <laughs> yeah. Those are the best. Um, advice to your younger selves. Um, mine's been the same for a few years and I'll stick to it. It's just like, it's always been just be yourself because yeah, I struggled with being myself for a long time. Like I said earlier, I've struggled with being comfortable with my personality and my quirkiness, but yeah, if you're, if I'm, every time I've been true to myself, I've made out all right. So there you go. Yeah. I think for me, and it's something I'm still learning, but I've got, I'd be, I've, learn to not care so much and and I would tell my younger self because he cared way too much but it's to stop trying to please everybody and stop trying to um stop worrying about what everybody else thinks yeah and that was something that at a younger age held me back I remember when I first had snapchat I wouldn't post certain stories because I was afraid people would judge me and then if I did oh. post one person said oh that's weird why are you doing that I would take the video down oh. and it's, I realized like I couldn't be myself because I was so concerned and try uh, about trying to be popular and fit in. And now if anyone takes a look at my Instagram, I post some pretty weird videos sometimes. <laughs> like, what is he doing? It's like, that's me. Like that's it's me, more baby. fun though. That's it me. has it's to be it boring and the same. Yeah. Either like yeah. it or, or, or hop <laughs> off my page. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, I, I think my younger self cared way too much about what others thought. And I still do to some degree, but it's a lot better. And I realize I have more fun in life when I stop trying to please everybody else and just focus on pleasing myself and the people around me. I'm the same. So I understand. Yeah. I was always like the really quiet one in school mm. and like now I'm the one planning our 10 year reunion. So yeah. <laughs> Ew, I just awesome. planned my 10 year reunion. This, yeah, ours is in November. Nice. Um, I have like a committee and everything because no one was doing it. And I wanted, I want one. So yeah, <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. By the way, I should have told you rapid fire questions never end up being I rapid know. fire. I, I, <laughs> oh, same with, no, no, it's okay. I don't think we've ever really had about the podcast is rapid fire either. Perfect. I'm glad, okay. glad we're not alone then. Yeah, it's fun. It's like everyone has a story about everything and it's just, it's oh, fun. Yeah. So I understand. Um, the other one, the next one is five words to describe yourself. Five words. You, you can have this? a little more, you can have a little less, but I just use five. <laughs> if I, okay, five, I first thought was goofy. That's probably one. Um, <laughs> motivated, that's two. Uh, caring, three. I think, I think funny. Funny, a little bit, four. You're funny. I, I, to some degree. <laughs> You are funny. Um, and what's the last one I would want to say? Uh, just pa- I think passionate. You know, I'm passionate about it with everything that I do. Yeah. Mm. I, love those. I think I am. I think I'm kind. I'm a little wild. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm happy. charismatic, empathetic. I think those are mine. I like them. And the last one is what does success mean to you? Mm. That's a good question. Uh, It's like, what's such a general, like, but it's, it's vague, but uh, I can look like, I mean, for me personally, it can look like something different. It can be different for everybody. Uh, Yeah. 
I think success for me is finding your ultimate happiness and being able to do whatever it is that you're passionate about life and do so in a way that you have the least amount of stress possible. So just being able to enjoy life for what it is. And and that to me is what success is. That's good. Yeah. I think I've found my version of success in a lot of ways. Like I think success is just being happy and even content um, with your life or an outcome of something, like all of the failures I've had, I've, I, I mean, especially in the past few years before that, maybe not so much, but in the past five years, all the failures and rejections and everything I've been through, they haven't hit too hard on me because I, I literally always look at it and I'm like, I did everything I could do and yeah. I'm happy with my life. I don't rely on anybody or anything else to bring me happiness. I have that within me. And I think that's what success is. And yeah, um, it's like continuing to find that no matter what the avenue is, if it's an opportunity or just your lifestyle. So I think that, I mean, I feel successful in my life just because I have that on my own, you know, I've got my happiness. I love that. And I think it is important. And a lot of people actually on my podcast have said things like that. Like it's very rare that you hear money anymore. And it's, mm-hmm. and it's what's nice. It's because money doesn't bring it maybe bring some peace to certain things but it doesn't yeah. really bring happiness right yeah it's a good way to put it yeah that definitely can bring peace but you're right I think it doesn't bring happiness alone yeah I think like for my business like how I want it to be eventually is like my podcast and my business I want to be able to just not worry about my bills and have extra to like I want to travel or just yeah. to never have to worry about things that you shouldn't have to worry about I don't need to be rich. I I'm rich in life and other aspects. So yeah, exactly. It's an awesome perspective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's been a long journey, but I'm getting there. (laughs) Um, so before I let you go, just, uh, where can we find you? What's coming up that you want to talk about, whatever you guys want to share. You can find us on Instagram. My Instagram is just my name. It's Susie C Evans. Um, and yeah, you can find me on TikTok, but I don't know if you want to. Through all of our videos have forced me to do TikToks yeah. up there, which are actually pretty fun for what it is. I just don't have the creative mind. She comes up with it all. So, uh, and I'm, I'm on Instagram. It's Clayton Eckert, uh, first and last name, no spaces. Uh, and yeah, what's coming up? Uh, I think we have a lot of exciting times ahead of us. Uh, we both have goals and aspirations that we're working towards. And for me, I'm, I'm, I'm working on my personal training certificate right now. Uh, once I get that done, I'm also going to start drafting up some uh, some speeches to do motivational speaking across the country uh, with, pertaining to men's mental health. I think it's important. Yes. Uh, body dysmorphia, that's something that I have myself. And so I want to be able to have discussions, open and honest discussions uh, in that realm because I don't think it's often talked about. It's still, um, mm-hmm. so it's, there's a still stigma to it that I think men feel it's not manly to express their emotions. So I'm looking forward to really being able to get back that way. And, uh, and yeah. And then as far as with us, again, we'll, we'll see, uh, there's things on the horizon opportunities with companies and such, and whatever makes sense for the both of us, we'll, we'll do together. And it's exciting. Well, I love that. And this was another episode of Hey Alexa, and I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.